Happy Monday, everybody, from all of us over here at the Cantina Corner Podcast. I hope you had a wonderful weekend. Um, we are sitting here with our second annual Current Events Monday. Uh, we are going to be talking about a lot of things, kind of a montage, if you will, widespread shot of different topics, um, kind of going over movies, video game news, sports, a little bit of politics, you know, just kind of putting it all out there. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm just ready to get into this. So all I will say um, before I have my lovely co-hosts introduce themselves and say hi is uh, grab yourself a drink, join us at the cantina, and let's talk current events. How are you guys doing? Salud. Salud. Doing good. There you go. We Ready all have go. drinks for once. Even yes. If it's whatever. Yep. <laughs> I like it. Um, awesome. Well, yeah, I'm looking forward to this. There's uh, a lot, a lot of stuff going on uh, as we have listed out here. It's like I said, with movies, video game news, sports, little of everything. Um, one thing, obviously, that we have here first that is going to be big and kind of just be really fast that we're going to get into is all the new movies and TV shows coming out. As you know, we already do the WandaVision talks every Friday, so you know that we're really into the TV shows, we're really analytical about them, we like to dive into that type of shit. So we've got some movie trailers and stuff and, and things coming up that we want to discuss. Um, first thing that I want to get into that is really big on the internet right now that I know these guys love as much as I do um, is the Mortal Kombat trailer release, which I've been waiting for for a very long time. Probably since 1995 when the first one fucking came out. Yeah. <laughs> um, to actually see it done right. I mean, is that like the expectations you guys had? Is like you wanted it to be the violent version? Yeah, more true to the video games. Yeah. Is it really going to be the first one since that original one? Well, no, they had the one in 1995, which was the first one, um, which, funny funny enough, is the same guy that did the Resident Evil series um, with his wife, Mila Jovovich. He's the one that did the original Mortal Kombat movie in 1995. I did not know that. That's yeah, no. yeah. So it was one of the ones where people always bitch about him being bad with video game movies, especially with the Resident Evil series. But they were like, you know, even though that Mortal Kombat wasn't perfect, it was like decent enough to be good, you know, like okay. And the techno song made that movie. I mean, mm -hmm. you can't deny that. <laughs> um, but yeah, they had '95, and then they had one. I think it was in like '97 or '98 was the sequel. I don't think he was involved in that one. I think it was Yule Bowl, and that was why that one was other shit. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, so they haven't had one since those two movies. They've had fan films. So this is like the first big thing that they've had. Yeah, that does get me pretty excited. I I remember seeing that. That I haven't seen that one too since like I was little. But this one, yeah, looking at the trailer of this one, ha, it looks fucking sweet. Yeah, and, and that's one thing that I really, really love is, is you know, not to, I don't want to get like racial with it, but I know the first movie, you know, back in its time in the early 90s, you know, a lot of what Hollywood and people bitch about is they whitewash films and they put, you know, white actors into Asian specific roles and things like that. And in certain movies that does kill it for me because it's like, that's, you know, that's not the right. right thing. And I'm very, very happy to see that this is a very huge Asian class yeah. or cast, not <laughs> class cast um, in this, in this movie. And, and it looks really, really spot on costumes, actors, you know, the feel of it, everything. I mean, what was your guys' first initial takes when you saw like the trailer, like what stuck out to you the most? It was just all fucking sweet. But the part that probably stuck out the most is towards the end of the trailer where the guy says something about uh, finish him and it just goes through like rapid like just 10 people in a row just getting slaughtered i was like yes this is gonna be great and then the other part that was awesome was when sub-zero is fighting that dude and he like slices him in the back and then freezes his blood in midair and then stabs him with i was like oh my god this is gonna be awesome yeah i was like Whoa. yeah that's how i'm most excited to see sub-zero and scorpion again 
because those those are my two favorite characters from the Mortal Kombat series. So seeing those two guys, like seeing Scorpion say "Get over here" in the trailer, I was like, "Oh, let's go!" <laughs> and then yeah, I, dude, Sub Zero was smacking people in the trailer, so I'm pumped. <laughs> yeah, he was. It was oh, it got me hyped. Yeah, yeah, and, I, and I'm kind of glad the way that they did it too, because they obviously showed very heavily, like you said, Sub Zero in the trailer as his full Sub Zero. You know, they don't, yeah. they don't really get to see him like prior to that. And then they did, you know, the pair, the opposite with Scorpion. With Scorpion they showed yeah. more of Scorpion when he was. Not in yeah, when full. he was himself, and yeah. then they show him like a little bit at the end. Yeah, it was dope. Yeah, so I really liked that. Yeah, and the, the get over here was just perfect, in my opinion. Like it just I, I was waiting just for it. Right. I was waiting yeah. for it that whole trailer yeah. when they first showed him too. I was like, all right, come on, where is it? Because iconic, like you know, his saying and everything. I was just like, oh yeah. When it's, I was like, oh, this, this movie's gonna be fucking sweet. Yeah. Yeah, the only thing that I did see that people were complaining about as far as like those two was the fact that um, the design of Scorpion was, I believe, reminiscent to Mortal Kombat 10 or 11, where he had like the hood version, the hood, you know, yeah. Was, yeah, where he looked more like a ninja instead of having like what Sub-Zero did, where it was the skull cap and then just the mask. But but I like how they have, you know, one and the other. Yeah, it's kind of a different differentiation of the characters because people do get them mixed up if they don't know. Because, I yeah. mean, they do, they obviously were made to look similar yeah so yeah i mean you wouldn't know otherwise unless the you know the blue and the yellow or yeah. gold if you will um but yeah i'm really excited for it it looks good uh, i do have a fear that you know it's one of those movies where the trailer looks amazing and then the movie when you, yeah. you actually watch it is going to be not good <laughs> um but yeah the trailer looks solid and and i do like the orchestral version of that song in the background I think yeah the newer version of the techno yeah it was sweet yeah, so something to look forward to. Uh, I know that comes out in April, so it'll be in it'll be in movie theaters and it'll be in HBO Max. I highly recommend you get HBO Max if you can. I'm not telling anyone to go out during COVID. If you can go to a theater and you can be safe or you feel comfortable, it's one you have to see in theaters. I guarantee it, even if it's bad. Yeah. So yeah, look forward to that. Um, next in movies, we have the Snyder Cut, which I know we've talked a little bit about um, in one of the prior uh, podcasts. Um, you've got that coming up on HBO Max as well. Um, it's not going to be in theaters, just HBO Max. So if you want to see that, you do have to subscribe. Um, are you guys, I know we talked about it a little bit, but are they, are you really looking forward to it? Or is it just kind of like a, I'm going to watch just because? I'm probably not going to end up watching it. I don't <laughs> got HBO Max and I started watching the trailer for it earlier and I just have no interest in it. I don't know. Um, yeah. And I'd really hate Ben Affleck as Batman. So like definitely. Yeah. I, yeah, there's only one reason I'm excited for it, and that's to see Jared Leto actually play his version of the Joker instead of the Warner Brothers bullshit that they forced him into in Suicide True. Squad, because that was ass. Just yeah. as every movie that DC's put out has been ass, pretty much, besides the first Wonder Woman. Um, yeah, I, would argue, I would argue that Aquaman was still pretty solid. It was an okay movie. Like, in terms of superhero movies, it was ass. But, like, in terms of movies, yeah. it was okay. But, I mean, when that's your second best movie you put out, there's an issue. Especially sure. with Aquaman not being a prominent character. Um, not really a huge fan favorite. Yeah. Which, I mean, the Superman movies would be way worse if, uh, what's his, Henry, whatever his name is. Cannibal. Yeah, if he were, I mean, honestly, he plays that role great. Oh, yeah. But the movies around, like, everything around him is just ass. So I, I would agree. I'm not the the Justice League that came out. I've never even. This is the only superhero movie I never fit, like watched start to finish. I've seen bits and parts. I don't like what I've seen, 
So I'll, the Snyder Cut will probably be the first time I see that movie all the way through. Well, I will tell you both, if you aren't aware, if you are going to watch the Snyder Cut, buckle up because it's a four-hour movie. Yeah, I do, I do know that. Damn. I <laughs> Yeah, that you can definitely. That's definitely a no for me, dog. That's yeah, that ain't happening. Yeah, like the original was two and a half hours, and this one's four hours. Yeah. Yeah, I'm good. So yeah, was it? So, correct me if I'm wrong. Was it supposed to be a two-parter? Yeah, it was supposed to be kind of like how Infinity War and Endgame was. That was okay. their original plan, and then Warner Brothers, when they went in and just you know dissected the fuck out of it. That's they cut it down, and then they're like, "No, we're scrapping that, and we're even shortening the one movie we want, and we're just going to put it out in one chunk." Oh god, and, it's just terrible business planning. Yeah, so they could have made more money by making two, even if it was bad. I don't understand why they would have done that from a business standpoint, because financially they would have made more money from two movies, even if the first one was bad. People would have still seen the second. So I mean, I don't understand their whole thought process. Nah. But anyways, uh, I mean, I, I'm going to watch it just because I'm curious to see what Snyder's version of it is. You know, I respect his work. I love his work. So, you know, I want to see what his real vision was for it. And then I'll really, you know, judge the movie on that fact mm -hmm. because I can't judge the original because that was Warner Brothers version, not his. Yeah. Um, okay. So definitely look out for that. If you are going to watch it four hours, you're going to be in for a long, long ride. But, you know, if you got HBO Max, you're already paying for it. You might as well check it out and see what happens. Um, now, this next one I don't know much about. I know you two do, or at least I think I know Nick does. Um, the Last of Us. What, what, can, what can you guys tell me about that? Because I know they started casting, but I don't know squat. That's, uh, yeah. Um, they pretty much, I think all they have cast right now is just Ellie and Joel's roles. Um, I was looking at some stuff earlier of just some videos tossing out ideas that they think that for some of the other characters, they may go with more Game of Thrones actors because both of them, you know, played roles in Game of Thrones. Yeah. So just... Um, and they're kind of just going off that because, you know, HBO did the adaptation of Game of Thrones. So they're like thinking they might stick that way. But who did they cast already? What's that? Who did they cast already? Well, for what? Ellie, it's that I don't really know her. Bella Ramsey from Game of Thrones. I don't know her too well. I don't think I watched. I forget what season I stopped on with Game of Thrones because I was using my cousin's HBO. And I don't know. It, was, it ended up getting cut off. So yeah. and then uh, they had Pedro Pascal as Joel. So, which he seemed like he'd be a pretty solid choice for it. Solid yeah. actor. And he's, like, he's got to get the beard and everything right, though, and all that. It's And I, I, I was trying to find exactly what they're going to do in terms of how they're going to be, like, what they're going to be doing with it. And I guess they're just kind of going through the first game's journey from what I've been, like, kind of seeing. Is they're just going to, I guess, recreate that as its own show or whatever. So that'll be interesting. That should be good. I mean... Should be one of the greatest games I swear to God of all time. Like yeah. it was so damn good, so good. Yeah, yeah. I, I would honestly say the first one. I didn't play the second one, um, but the first one, yeah. Like it was, it was a game that I, I haven't had a feeling in that game where I was so emotionally connected to the characters. Where like the shit actually, when it would happen, you were like, oh, oh, like it hit, like it hit oh, here, yeah. and I was like, I yep. cared, you know. Like that. That's that's what tells you that's a good ass game. Yeah, that was yeah. one of the best storytelling games of all time. There's no question about it. I yeah, yeah. I put it as my number one game I've ever played in my life. Oh yeah. Um. Yeah, for sure. But I have a feeling that the show is gonna suck. Just because I don't, I just think it's very tough to recapture that magic, like we've seen in you know, history of them making movies and stuff out of video games like yeah. look at the resident evil movies it's like yeah those are okay but it's like 
it's not the game. You know what I mean? It, there's always something lost in translation when you when you go to the big screen. Dragon um, Ball Z. Dragon Although Ball that wasn't necessarily well, that was, a video game, but don't even just, talk about. Yeah, that. we don't bring but, that up. But talk that whole thought and everything you were talking about. That's one of the movie that I always go to. I know it's more based off the you know the cartoon. Anime, yeah. Just like how badly executed it was. Yeah. I actually I don't even honestly. That's just something that should never be made as a live action. Thing. No, it just shouldn't be. No. Um. And what, what was uh? They're making the Resident Evil show on Netflix now too. Um, I just remembered mm-hmm. that. Um, yeah. There's also I think they're supposed to reboot the movies, aren't they? I hope not. Reboot yeah, them, like they're... just remake them and stuff. Like yeah, there's actually talks that they're going to remake them. I mean, not to get too much off topic, but yeah, they they were going to reboot them because I know. Mila Jovovich, when she was in an interview for, uh, I forgot what movie it was. I think it was like the Hellboy that she did or something recent. They asked her how she felt about it, and she said she didn't care. You know, have fun with it. You know, whatever. I hope not. I mean, I know yeah. they're making the show. That would be pretty weird to have movies and shows coming out at the same time. Maybe they're yeah. doing it to maybe promote one another or some crap. I don't know. I kind of dug the, the the those Resident Evil movies. I mean, they weren't the best. They could have done done better, but. I don't know. Resident Evil was always a series I really loved, so I I kind of dug yeah. the movies a little bit. They but you, I'm just saying, you never see that translation from video game no. love to movie love. You know what I mean? No, yeah, no. it is it is tough. It's tough to just recapture that that initial feeling of playing through. Plus, I, I, video games suck you in so much more than movies because you're physically c- controlling everything. Yeah. <clears throat> so it's just it's very tough to keep just, you on those strings, you know. It doesn't get me excited at all for this now because it's like sorry. This game <laughs> it's set up for failure. Yeah, like this it is. game is so damn good. Like it was almost like when how hyped we were for the second one. It was like it's never gonna love that hype. Like it is literally just set up for failure, but because of how good that game was. Yeah. I I mean the second one was still, in my opinion, very good, very, very good game. It was um, solid, definitely. But yeah, the show is set up for success and it's nothing that they're gonna be doing wrong necessarily. It's just yeah. impossible to recapture that feeling. Yeah, the, the, it's tough. The way, the way I always put it when it comes to video games going into movies, the reason video games are always better is because you're you feel like you're in control of the narrative because you're interacting. But when you watch the movie, you're at the mercy of the director's narrative, and you have no control. You just have to just take it in. Yeah, and that bothers me. But if it's done right, it'll work. Yeah, we'll have to see. I'm, um, I'm hoping now. I am hoping because that is a that could be one that turns out to be good if they did it. You know, did it right. So we'll see. They're bringing in big time actors and actresses. So yeah, we'll see. They're definitely trying to get the firepower. So well, as long as they, the only thing that would save that movie, the rest of the movie or the show. I'm sorry, the show would be shit. Is as long as they have a good connection and a relationship between Ellie and Joel, I can live with it. But if that's trash, the whole thing's scrapped. Yeah, me. I agree. Honestly, yeah, that would play a big that role. Chemistry that chemistry has to work. That whole yeah, the whole first game, it's literally is that relationship and how they grow apart and sucks you in. That is gonna be definitely integral to the success of it, is those two and how they, they do work together. There will have to be that chemistry pop and you're gonna have to feel it. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. <clears throat> and they're definitely gonna have to touch on Sarah, you know, to, to show you how much like Joel takes in Ellie as the daughter that he lost, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, they're really gonna have to yeah, flesh that out. It would be interesting to see if they if they recreate that whole opening, you know, yeah. from that game because that opening that opening hit you in the fucking face, dude. Nice. <laughs> yep. 
So we'll see. We'll see if we recapture that magic and emotion. I hope to God it does because I would love to relive that back on the big screen, but only time will tell. Um, you know, another another big franchise that is getting uh, that just started casting, like we're talking about The Last of Us, is Borderlands. Um, I don't know exactly which Borderlands are going off of. I know that they started casting certain characters, which would probably tell me which one they're going off of, but I've never been a huge fan of the franchise. I've only played the first game. Um, but I know the two castings so far is they casted Kevin Hart as one of the main characters, and they've also casted Jack Black as Claptrap. So he'll be the voice of Claptrap in that. Um, I don't think they've done any more casting, at least big names that I'm aware of. But, I mean, do you guys, are you looking forward to something like that? Or do you think it's just like, whatever, like, I'll watch it. Like, I don't know how big you are into seeing a movie adaptation of something like that. I'm more excited for The Last of Us adaptation. Borderlands, like, it never looked like a terrible game, but I just never had bought it and played it myself. But I've, like, had, I've been over people's houses when they played it. And, like, I'll sit there and watch it for a little bit. It looks all right, but, I mean, I don't know. It may be something that I end up seeing sometime down the road, but it's nothing I'm, like, super excited for. Yeah, I've literally never played it. I know the one dude looks like Octane from Apex, and yeah, that's about it. <laughs> yeah, those are, like, the bad guys in the character, the the ones that are roaming around in the wasteland. They always look like Octane. They act yeah. like Octane. Um, I do know the one thing that I'm very interested, even though I'm not going to be super excited about the movie, I'll watch it is the fact that this is going to be a very serious test on Kevin Hart's action chops, like legitimate action chops, not like comedic, you know, running around with a gun acting like a jackass, but like there's, there's already video you can watch right now on YouTube of him training at the same facility that most of the, you know, big actors train at that, you know, Keanu Reeves did for John Wick for all three movies. He's there right now. You can watch the videos on YouTube training and doing, you know, all the gun training and the shooting range and everything. So I'm really curious to see how he actually breaks out from like a more of a comedic standpoint and really show that he is like an action star. Hmm. Yeah, that'd be interesting. I mean, his shooting doesn't look bad. I mean, he's just starting to really get into it, but watching it, I mean, it really looks like he's taking it serious with his mag changes, you know, his sight pictures, his shooting, everything. I mean, it really looks like it's going to be interesting to see how that goes. Yeah. Definitely something you guys should check out after we're done doing this. I might have to. Yeah, yeah. Kevin Hart actually trying to like be like a badass. <laughs> He's a physical specimen. <laughs> he is a physical specimen. It cracks me up when he says that. <laughs> so yeah, there, there's that's that's new with Borderlands. That like probably was in like the last month, I think. So there's not much to talk about with that anymore. But there's the next one. I know that a lot of people there's like shit ton of rumors. I know, and, I, and I'm curious to pick your guys' brain on what you know about this because I know very little. Um, other than the rumor rumor mill version of it, but the Spider-Man 3, um, the next one coming out with Tom Holland, um, the third one in his arc of Spider-Man. Um, the rumors that I've heard has been that they're going to have the other two Spider-Mans from Amazing Spider-Man and then Tobey Maguire Spider-Man is supposed to be in it. Um, you know, we, we talked earlier about how there's supposed to be, you know, the original two villains from Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man, you know, with uh, Hobgoblin and uh, Doc Ock. Um, I mean, do you guys know any more than that or anything concrete or just about that? Nothing like set. I mean, uh, Garfield and Maguire, I think, are confirmed on set. I think it's confirmed that they are going to be in the movie 100%. Okay. Um, and I'm pretty sure they're also signed on for Doctor Strange 2, um, oh. which has to deal with the multiverse as well. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but, yeah, I, I'm pretty sure uh, – I forget the actor's name who plays Doc Ock um, – but I'm pretty sure he's he's 100% in and signed on for this. Um, 
But I'm hoping we get William Defoe, man. I want the Green Goblin back, sweet. dude. That was an Hobgoblin, my bad. You did earlier, and I was like, oh, I hope Harry's not coming back. <laughs> yeah, no, I apologize. That that was the last one I remember because he was the last one that they actually showed. Yeah. So that was why it was on my head. Yeah, that'd be sweet. I would I would be down to see that. I I dropped out of Spider Man after the Tobey Maguire ones, and just because I kind of stopped watching movies for a while. But those, I don't know the Tom Holland and uh, whoever the other guy was Andrew that, Garfield, Andrew Garfield, whatever. Yeah. I was never really a fan of them either. So when they were cast as Spider Man, I was just kind of like, eh. But this one, I'd be, this one I'd be. See, I've I've heard that from people too, and it's kind of like piqued my interest a little bit to go watch them. But I've never gone back and watched them. You so. should. But this one, I'd be interested to see though. Especially yeah, if there is any hints of the Green Goblin being in there and Willem Dafoe, that would be badass. Yeah. Godspeed, Spider Man. <laughs> no, he did so well with well with that even he when he would like talk to himself in a mirror oh yeah. my god and he played both roles i mean that's a role like almost like batman i mean you have to play two different characters mm. and i'm telling you i mean he i don't know i i'm sure he didn't win an oscar for that role but he should have alone for that scene he had in the mirror when he was talking to himself that's one of the best scenes i've ever seen in my life with just an actor holding an entire scene talking to himself i mean that was great but um yeah. Yeah, I think Tom Holland actually, Nick, would remind you a lot of Tobey Maguire's first Spider-Man. He's so okay. like nerdy and shit in school. Like plays the Peter Parker yeah. role great, and I, I actually really, I, I would put him as a better Spider-Man than Tobey Maguire. Personally, really? I think he's the best one yet. And it might have to be like that. You know, he's younger. He actually like fits the role of like a high school kid. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe the writing itself is probably a little bit more on par with like the comics, but, um, yeah, in terms of his acting, I've actually really enjoyed him playing that role. Yeah, I would agree. If I was to rank them from like best to worst, it would be Tom Holland, Andrew Garfield, and Tobey Maguire. Because I, as much as I love Tobey Maguire and those movies are nostalgic because it was the originals, you know, um, I do like the snarky, almost troll like mentality of Andrew Garfield Spider-Man every time he was dealing with criminals he just captured that so well of just yeah. like snarky comments and like trolling them and like doing that like that aspect of Spider-Man he was perfect with yeah that's why I think Tom's the best because he has that in in yeah. his character and he's, he's I think Tom's got the whole package Oh, he did. I mean, when he came out in, uh, what was it, uh, Civil War, Civil he embodied War. it perfectly. Yeah, yeah that... he was fucking with Falcon. <laughs> he's like, oh my god, that's so cool! <laughs> As he's fighting him. <laughs> yeah. It's just so great. He was like, yeah. he was just hanging out. Yeah. It was perfect. I'll have to go back, I'll have to go back and watch him. Yeah, you will. I'll, I'll go back and watch him and give you guys my thoughts if you, on it. If you watch Civil War first, because that's like his first introduction like to like the Avengers and stuff, that's great because like he come he comes in he steals Captain America's shield right away right before they're all about to fight but like he steals it and he's like hey cap <laughs> like he's just like happy to be there like <laughs> it's it's pretty good and no better introduction to Spider-Man was ever given than Tony Stark Oh it was great and they're yeah. like who the hell is he and the Star Wars references i mean that's here that that helped because Ant Man, yeah. Ant Man turns into a giant, and he's like, "Have you guys ever seen Empire Strikes Back?" And he starts swinging around Ant Man's legs and stuff, and it's like, "Ah, oh, this is fucking great." <laughs> it's it's just the right touch of everything. Yeah. 
So yeah, I'm looking forward to it because seeing all of those three together would be very interesting. You're getting like yeah. almost like three different personalities of Spider-Man and it's going to be fun. It will be fun. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I mean, that that's pretty much it for like movie news, like big movie news. I know that we had on here. Um, obviously there's more stuff coming down the pipeline, which, you know, probably by next Monday we're going to touch on, you know, cause there's going to be more castings, more, you know, releases, announcements, all that stuff. So definitely keep track of that. Um, but now I want to move into video game news. Uh, something that I don't think we've really touched on much uh, since we started back up with this. Um, the biggest thing right now, which I know that we are all involved in, and I'm so <laughs> glad I got you guys into it because I know you love it as much as I do. Um, I think, well, let me just preface this. Uh, as of today, I've put 71 hours into the game. Uh, so it's a bit of a problem. Um, <laughs> I might have a problem. <laughs> At least you admit it. At least you admit this really isn't a podcast. This is an intervention. It's not an addiction yeah, if you admit it. It's not an addiction if you admit it. It's true. But uh, if you haven't heard, which uh, I'm surprised if you haven't, but Valheim, the new survival game that has come out on the market, um, it's taking a very big spin on the survival genre. Um, it's been quoted from a couple different sources that I've seen from Steam reviews, you know, different articles online, you know, IGN, all these different places that have basically quoted as being like possibly the next Minecraft as far as popularity is concerned when it comes to a survival construction type of game. Um, and if you're not familiar with Minecraft or anything like that, if you've never played it, which I'd be surprised because um, everyone's yeah. kids play it. Um, it's just, you know, you, you survive in a world, you know, you've got day and night, you have to worry about monsters, creatures, you build, you survive, you mine for ores, you know, you progress in the world. You, you basically are put on a game where you just have to figure it out from the get-go. It tells you nothing, you know, and those are those types of games, which kind of makes it fun. But Valheim does it different where it puts you in a Viking universe. So if you want a more adult version of Minecraft, I would highly suggest this game. Um, to put it in perspective, like I know I was telling these guys, um, as of today, it has already surpassed over 500,000 concurrent players, which means that's over 500,000 playing at once, even though it's sold over 3 million copies in less than a month. That's an insane amount of people. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of players. Yeah, which if you if you you know compare it to three you know just over 3 million to over 500,000 constantly playing, that's a big chunk that are like online at all times. Yeah, yeah, and it's and, in alpha mode. It's not even a full yeah. game yet. <laughs> no. I, I read an article, the developer said they've only put 50% of what they plan on putting in the game in the game, and the game, they would say, is about 70% done as far as, like, what they've really wanted to flesh out. So you're only getting half the content with about 70% of, like, the, you know, story, if you will, because there's really no story, but, like, you know, what they narrate in there. I mean, that's crazy. And they've already got four updates planned for this year. Yeah. It really is a sweet ass game, and I love the Viking setting, all the lore and everything they put in there, and all that. I think I was asking you the one night too if it was like authentic, like Norse mythology and all that stuff, and because it's it really is awesome. It yep. just I could I could see how you have played seventy one hours though, honestly. Yeah. I mean, we've we, there's been a couple of sessions where we've got sucked into playing, and it's like, it's like oh, it's two a.m. Yeah. Then the next day I'm listening to Nordic music on Spotify. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, When you sent me that picture, that's all I listen to when I play by myself now. I just put on Spotify Viking music and I just like get in the zone. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's a fun game. And, uh, kind of, what was the one thing I wanted to say about that game? That was, that was really interesting. Uh, Oh, when you were talking about the mythology, 
Um, I did want to correct myself. It's not 100% like accurate, but it they use a lot of that mythology as far as the creatures. So they, they've ad-libbed a little bit, but yeah, it was all based off of that. And a fun fact about that game, being an indie game, it was a studio of five people that made this game. It's crazy. And five people. And Call and of Duty can't you, get it right. No. No. The fact that this game's an alpha and is as polished as it is, like, you know, and the fact that it's less than a gig, it's like 800 megabytes to download, but the, the scale of the game is massive. Yeah, it's it just is. astounding. Shows you what you can do when you care. Yeah. Yeah. It still blows my mind, now that we're going to stay on Call of Duty, but that they owned the shooter market for how long and didn't come out with the idea of a Battle Royale. That blows my mind. Yeah. But, whatever. Which is crazy, because PUBG was the first one to really do it. Not true. Well, okay, I stand corrected. The first one to really take off. I don't remember who was first to do it, but I know that was the first one that commercially was a success. Well, H1Z1 came out before that. But before that, technically, Minecraft came out with their version of it. So technically, it all comes full circle. Minecraft had their version of it because of the Hunger Games. Hunger Games is the reason Battle Royale exists. The hmm. movies. And the books yeah, and the in the Japanese movie um, I can't remember the name the English translation of it but it was a movie that was based on a bunch of high school kids getting dropped on an island to kill each other because that's how they dealt with insubordinate children in Japan in this fake movie or fake universe that movie was what Hunger Games was based off of so we could yeah. keep going back <laughs> but it's of course something like this you know comes from Japan you know the creativeness of their minds well, <laughs> has become our ridiculous Hunger Games is what gave the Minecraft people the idea for that mode. Oh, yeah, and I believe it. Then H1Z1 became a thing, and I believe PUBG was after that. PUBG was the first one to really explode. Obviously, it's still fucking popular today. Yeah, yeah surprisingly. And, uh, and then Fortnite just took it to a whole nother level. Yeah. Yeah, and I honestly think that was because of they, they cornered the market for kids. Oh, yeah. yeah. Which is huge. Yeah, I mean, as much as they corner the market for kids they still i mean adults still play it oh yeah you know i mean it's an easy game to play i mean the building sucks if you don't you know know how to build which i don't but yeah. i just shoot <laughs> yeah <laughs> i mean i rarely we rarely even played fortnite but i mean but the time i really experienced a battle royale was blackout and black ops 4 of call of duty and that yeah. was addicting as hell. So I can only imagine if I would have played Fortnite when it first came out, I'd be like, oh my God, this is amazing. Yeah. Yeah, for me, it was Blackout as well. Uh, that was the first one I really even tried because yeah. I never played PUBG or any of that. I never even realized it. But yeah, the Battle Royale market is still strong. But I mean, you got these indie games now coming out. The survival star going into genres that have been stagnant, the fact that Valheim has such a success is amazing because the survival and battle royale genre has been really stagnant and just repeats. Yeah. You know? The video game world right now is stale, dude. I mean, yeah, it is. so that I, it's a great time for them to have come out with this and it's taken off. Yeah. And I hope the best for them because I'm going to keep playing the shit out of this game. Oh, yeah. And I'm glad, I'm glad that we started when we did because the more stuff they come out, we'll actually get to experience that content in real time instead of trying to catch up. Yep. We got to finish our meat hall, a gigantic meat hall. I mean, I'm putting all that work in. I got, I've gotten, I've gotten no help besides Nick that first day. 
listen, I've been working on everything else in that game, getting bronze armor for people and everything to survive. 71 hours, <laughs> we still don't have a roof over the flooring that I built. We, we, hey, we got a lot of bronze though. That one night, me and Adam were in the, we were, we got a lot of bronze and shit there. So cool. Yeah, we did. I, I want to drink. I want to drink. <laughs> I'm the one that set up all the meat containers to ferment our beer. Okay. Yeah, well, we don't have anywhere to drink it. <laughs> now we need to finish the meat hall. No, we will get there, but definitely check that game out. There's so much fun to be had. As you can tell, we're already arguing about yeah. what we want to do. You know, I mean the. the it's just limitless to your imagination that that game basically is. Yeah. And they even have a creative mode where you can cheat and they welcome you to cheat. So that you, if you don't want to play the game and you just want to build to your heart's content and not grind it out, you can do that too. And just literally build art if you want to. It's fun to do with friends. Um, great drinking game, you know, on Friday nights, just build or Very go hunting chill. with Vikings. Yeah. Yep. So I love that one. Highly recommend it. Um, now, since we were talking about COD and Battle Royale, uh, we have COD Season 2, uh, the Season 2 for Battle Royale slash Cold War coming out, um, which is kicking off on February 25th. Um, do you guys know, I know that they've obviously released trailers, you know, that I've seen stuff about zombies, theories about a boat coming into Verdansk, like, what do you know and what are you excited for that you hope happens within Season 2? I haven't played... Cold War in a long time. <laughs> Me either. I think I played, well, I, mean, I played it once, like, a week or two ago with you, Adam, and I was like, man, I forgot, like, how much I enjoyed this game because I had yeah. taken a break from it. Um, and then I've been playing Warzone with you and your yeah. gal um, the last few nights. And I've actually enjoyed Warzone after taking a long break from it. Um, yeah. Me and Nick were putting in work at, in Apex for a while. But Apex is way better. Alcatraz is better than, than Warzone too. Yeah. I I love Alcatraz, dude. Alcatraz, you just get lit. Yeah. Um, but as far as a map, I we're finally gonna get a map change, which is long overdue. Call of Duty does this every fucking time. They did the same oh, thing yeah. with Blackout. They took forever to change the fucking map. Um, so I hope it's a significant change and not some like stupid ass. Oh, there's a boat on the side now. There's a new place yeah. to land. No, I, I, I actually hope there's a significant change to the map. I mean, maybe even like a total different map in general. Like, I know there was some rumors about them taking the Dirty Bomb maps from Cold War and making a giant uh, Warzone map out of it, which would be cool because that was like in a jungle theme. That would be dope. Yeah. Um, I would like to see that. I mean, I just change. They need, like, they're so big that they don't have to people are still going to play it but if they change their content man i mean they fuck up everything with every update but so who knows i mean there's probably going to be stim glitches back and all sorts of oh, yeah. dumb shit with after this season two update but the outbreak for i think that's what's called i think it's called zombie outbreak for cold war yeah it's a new yeah. new zombie mode which we are gonna have to play that i just saw the trailer yeah, yeah. for it today holy shit like you can get in vehicles and drive around like that's how big this map's gonna be i'm yeah. to check out that trailer yeah after. yeah oh. we'll put it in the discord too because it was sick i was like oh all right this is the first time like i see a trailer i'm like i gotta play this <laughs> mode like i have to play this um so that looks lit um but yeah just basically i just want a map change man and hopefully not too many fucking errors. Yeah, what I'm scared for, um, as far as like what you're talking about with the boat coming in, because I've noticed that and people are throwing theories out about the boat showing up and everything. I hope to God they do not do what they had in Black Ops 4 for their Battle Royale, where it's like, oh, it's the same map, but now you can land on the yacht. 
Oh, yeah, they moved the yacht. Yeah, we brought that from Black Ops 2. You can go there now. Have fun. It's like, bro, it's like, or if it's the damn ship that, you you know, the ship that you can get in Cold War, and then they're just like, yeah, you can land there now. You can be on the ship. Yeah. You know the map I'm talking about? It's like, no, I want more than that. Yeah. Even Black Ops 4, like you said, when they finally changed the map, they're just like, ah, flood it. Yeah, they broke the game and flooded it and tipped over the cargo boat. Oh. (laughs) It it is ridiculous that they... They seriously just bank on the fact that they're so big and they know they're going to get the, the their shit anyways that they don't change. But it's like Apex Apex is how many maps? Three, right? Three. And it's, it's three. and they rotate them too. Yeah, every, the hour. every hour. Every so hour, fucking like, rotates. It doesn't. It just yeah. The fact that they're a smaller company and able to do this, and Call of Duty again, as big as they are, they've been around for. It's just been one of the biggest gaming franchises of all time. It's like. They really do bank on the fact that how big they are and just don't just don't put good content out there. It's like no, they do just enough. Yeah, I mean, case in point, like you're talking with Apex, I mean, they put out so much good content with the maps and everything. And then, you know, when they did their Halloween event, you know, where you could run around and be like basically like a crazy zombie creature that you yeah, can attack the shadow. And then, and then what does Warzone do? They put that in for a Halloween event and everyone's like, oh, did you see the Call of Duty Halloween event? It's like, it's the same fucking thing Apex did. They yeah. just adapted it. Like, it's what are you talking about? Yeah. All they've been doing lately is just adapting what's out big in the market and then throwing it in the fucking game like it's something new. I mean, yeah, let's not forget that Black Ops didn't have an update until Apex was fucking released. Yep. That game was brand new, came out, and then they're all of a sudden like, oh, we got these updates coming out, and then it still was like you said, oh, mm. it's blood of the map. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I still play because it it's fun to play, obviously, with you guys and, you know, when you're with friends and stuff. It's still fun yeah. to do, but, you know, it's it's getting old. It's really yeah. getting old. Which I will touch on, and I, it'll be interesting to see if they have a Battle Royale version for it. But Sledgehammer, who was supposed to come out with this Call of Duty, but they rushed uh, Treyarch to make Cold War because yeah. Sledgehammer was not ready. Which, if you don't know, it's active. Uh, what is it? Activision, Treyarch, and Sledgehammer all own Call of Duty rights. Yeah. <clears throat> Sledgehammer made w- World War Two. That was the last game they made, which I know we all enjoyed. Um, I loved it. That was a good one. It's it's just it's nostalgic, man, to play a World War Two game. But there are yeah. early reports that they are going back to World War Two for the next Call of Duty Sledgehammer's making, which will come out this year. Actually, should be this year. Hopefully they got some gridiron. I hope so, dude. That was the first thing I thought of. I was like, World War II, Sledgehammer, gridiron. Let's go. That was the best That's mode the Call of Duty's ever come out with. Yep. Yeah. But I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I mean, we'll, we'll see what happens with the future of Call of Duty. Um, you know, I don't know. We'll have to see what happens on February 25th. We'll see, have to see yep. how it all takes off. The only thing I have hopeful, like you said, is the new zombies mode in Cold War because that looks like fun. Yep. Um, and, and speaking of COD, I know we didn't put this in our um, in our – you know, list of things that we were going to go over today, but uh, one thing that it just popped into my head too is that uh, you got Battlefield Six coming out with their reveal trailer soon. Yeah, I'm not They're excited about that. Well, I know you guys probably are. I'm personally excited because I like it because it's more of a realistic war type game. You know, um, obviously, I'm a little biased to that from my you know years in the service and whatnot. But your real war experience, <laughs> the lack thereof. Um, but yeah, it, I'm excited to see what happens with that, which probably I, I have to look at what the date is. I'm not going to look at it now. You're just going to hear me slapping on the keyboard in front of the mic. Um, but I will definitely probably update on that when that comes up, because I'm going to be keeping tabs on that. So look forward to that in another current events episode. 
um, or even in the Discord. I'll probably share it when it, when it drops in there because that's the next big shooter that's really got something to prove after what the fuck they did in Battlefield Five. As much as I love playing that because it's Battlefield, that game was ass, trash, straight trash. So I just was four. Like, I mean, four wasn't that bad. Three was great. Four was like, eh. Five. Was Three was good. good. Three was fun. Yeah. People four and five. Played. Ass. What was yeah. the one that was World War One? Which one? Battlefield. Oh, that was, yeah, Battlefield 1. Yeah, Battlefield oh, 1. That was, that was the that one was where I was running around as a medic, dude. Remember? Yeah. Just... <laughs> that was the last one I played. That one was fun just because it was like no game really does World War One stuff. So I was really excited for that. Yeah. That was the last one I played. I thought that one was fun. But yeah, we need to go around on a horse with a rapier just slicing yeah. people up. Yeah. It was pretty dope. <laughs> it was. Um, but yeah, so we'll see what happens with Battlefield. You know, we'll see if they can redeem themselves. Uh, I'll keep you posted on that. And uh, I know one thing that we're all excited for. Well, at least cross my fingers that they're going to do it right now that uh, the Star Wars license isn't fucking clamped on by EA anymore. Um, they don't have the exclusive rights to the Star Wars universe when it comes to video games. Ubisoft is going to get taking a crack at an open world Star Wars game. How do you guys feel about that? Got me a little excited. Hell yeah. Excited. Anytime I hear anything about open world Star Wars, I get a little chub. Oh yeah, it's hard not to. Yeah, it's hard it's not to. It brings it, you back to just Knights of the Old Republic way back in the day. Like, oh, just yeah, it's got me excited. I just hope yeah, it's I, true. Yeah, I mean, it's it's in development or about to be in development because I know the people that have their hands on it right now from Ubisoft are the same development team that did the Division and the Division Two. So, I mean. Whether you like those games or not, I mean they're very well versed hmm. in an open world universe. Yeah, I know you have your. <laughs> I have my opinions on Division Two. Yeah, they kind of. It was, of... It was, was a good game, but they stole money from me, so fuck them. <laughs> I paid like for 20... that. I paid for that season pass, thirty dollars. They didn't give me the update at all. Oh yeah, fuck it was the them. expansion. Yeah, yeah, the New York expansion. Yeah. No, I know you have adverse feelings about it, but I mean, do you feel that they would be? It's in it's in good hands by them. Would you? Yeah, say? I trust I trust their ability to make a game. Okay. I'm just not going to buy anything extra, bro. Customer service is crap, obviously. Because yeah. I mean, they still do season passes and microtransactions in the division. So I mean, that stuff. Even though EA is big for that, I don't think it's going to go away in this open world game. I mean, it's going to be there. Oh, I'm sure it will. Hope, hopefully, it's just not like how the last like like battlefront was when it came out and ea just made it literally pay to play like you weren't the experience you would gain from games were like so minuscule it was like you literally had to spend money to do anything in that game and i know they did they did the whole big update where they reworked it but at that point i didn't give a shit anymore you know yeah. it was like i was over the hype for it and everything and yeah. so this one even if there is the pay to play or well not necessarily pay to play but microtransactions Hopefully it just doesn't kill the spirit of the game. Because I can play a game with that stuff in it. Just, you know, don't... Just, you know what I'm saying. It's Yes. Yeah. This yeah. is my theory of why EA did not get another contract for exclusivity. Ooh, I'll take. I'll take. Because they fucking <clears throat> torched the Star Wars gaming community with that. They torched yep. it. Yeah. Yeah, they did. Yep. As, as, as much fun as Battlefront, Battlefront 2 was, the fact that they had to strip it out completely in order to revive yep. their player base tells you yep. a lot yeah yeah that was yeah. yeah it was awful that's i didn't even i didn't even know that they had reworked the game until i think i was either talking to cody or my cousin kevin about it at one point he, they were telling me you guys were saying that yeah they basically yeah. reworked the whole game and it was like well 
I think I downloaded and played it for a little bit with you guys, but it was still just like it wasn't worth the I, grind at that point. No, I'm over it. Like it's too late. Yep. Yeah, it was way too. It was like a year in. <clears throat> it yeah, wasn't it was for fun. the fact that those games were designed with that beautiful Frostbite engine to where like the game looks just graphically just so beautiful to me. I don't yeah, know no, it does. It did. Yeah, the Frost, Frostbite engine is just immaculate. So I mean, to see the Star Wars universe in that engine. To me, it was enough to play the game still. Other than that, like, I could care less. No, that game was absolutely beautiful. It really was. Yeah. Ooh, it makes you feel like you're in those fights. They do a really good job of that. Say what you will about how they handle their money and, you know, the way that they do the game. The visual effects and the experience is always solid. Yeah. I give them that, yeah. So, we'll throw them a bone. But you're still fucking assholes because mm-hmm. you just bleed dry of money. Yep. Yep. And on to more Star Wars. I don't know much about this other than obviously hearing word of it. Um, what what do you guys know about this KOTOR remake, possible KOTOR 3 sequel? Because I've heard there's supposed to be a possible KOTOR 3. I've heard that they're supposed to remake the whole thing and start from scratch. Like, like what can you tell me? That's what I've heard a lot of rumors about. They're going to remake the first two and then make a third one just to kind of re, I think reintroduce that storyline to... The fan. I mean, it's, the game's so old. I mean, people still play it. Yeah, we talking master. I I don't know. I mean, they talked about remastering one and two. I don't. I don't know. Okay, no, that's fine. I mean, because I wouldn't want them to like try to reinvent the wheel with those games because they're. I don't think. Perfect. No, no, no. I don't think it's gonna be a reboot. Everything I've okay. I've read says remaster. So I would assume they're just gonna update it. But like I said, just to reintroduce like what happens in those games and then make their own, you know, continuation of the storyline. It yeah. would be, it would be sweet if they still do one. Yeah. Set in like the older public era like that. Yeah. Cause it, that was one of the coolest things to me when I was little and that game came out was the fact that like, cause at that time too, I didn't know a whole lot of the entire star Wars galaxy. Cause like I was so young at that time. And that was still when I think the, uh, the prequels were coming out mm-hmm. was when the first Knights of the old Republic came out. So you're still kind of, you know, in the main Star Wars universe of so just the setting of the old Republic era and all that was like, it was just awesome taking yeah. a dive into just a whole different area of Star Wars. So if they do make a, if they do make a new one, I do hope they kind of stay within that, just a different portion of it or something. Because, yeah, I think that whole era is just awesome itself in Star Wars. Yeah. And I think, yeah. sorry, <clears throat> I was just no, going to say, I... I think it's a perfect transition because there's a huge push for them to make some live action old republic content so i think it would be a great way to segue into all right we are going to start getting into this old republic timeline yeah because i really want them to get into some stuff and 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 not that i hate like the whole skywalker legacy and and, you know that whole thing with all nine movies and whatnot for disregarding the last three because all six yeah all six thank you (laughs) thank you for fixing what i was getting at Um, but I really want them to get into some more deep Star Wars lore stuff. Yeah, like you said, Old Republic. You know, I would love to see a Republic Commando movie or series. Mm. But I would love. To, I would kill to see that, that flesh out. That would be really cool. That should be a TV think, show. Exactly. Yeah. Which like, they could do a really good live action of that. Honestly, the closest thing we're gonna get to that right now is the Bad Batch. I don't know if you guys have been paying attention to the animated Clone Wars. They introduced this. Battalion called the Bad Batch. They're all clones that have some different defect, is what they call it. But they all have like a special ability. Um, like one is actually a sharpshooter, so obviously he's better than every other <laughs> clone. 
but um, they're actually really awesome group of clones, and they're getting their own spinoff show. And I've seen a sweet-ass theory about it that they are the ones that save Grogu from the Jedi Temple. And it makes a lot of fucking sense because in the trailer for the show, they're standing there when Palpatine is talking about, you know, <clears throat> how they're transitioning into the Empire and stuff. And, and they're on Coruscant. And I was like, God, that, that would make a lot of sense to connect the animated shows to the live-action shows. That would be dope. Yeah. That'd be sweet. Yeah, that would. And see, that's that's what I want, you know? Like, that that's like, I want that original, well, not original, but I want something different. Yeah. You know? I don't I don't need more, like, oh, mysterious, like, who's related to who? I don't know. Yeah. I know it's animated, and I know there's a lot of people who just can't get into that. It took me a while. Um, Rebels was the first time I, well, I mean, I watched the original Clone Wars when it first came out. Yeah. And that was sweet. I, not to necessarily interrupt you, but my dad pulled out all his old movies, dude, and I found that original Clone Wars, the cartoon one that was on Cartoon Network that the I Samurai Jack one way back in the day. Like, oh, nice. Um, Samurai Jack. Um, but yeah, the Bad Batch is like an original, and it's it's Dave Filoni, dude. I mean, the fuck else do you need to know? Um, and yeah, I mean that's a total original storyline that he's he's building. I'm excited. I'm, I'm honestly excited for the future of Star Wars. I mean, the Mandalorian set a precedent that you don't need the story that they've been continuing forever to really capture the attention of everyone. Like, you can branch out, and it can be successful if it's done right. Yep. When they ruined it, too, that that bad. I mean, <laughs> it wasn't tough to make something that'd be better to latch on to. Not, that, not saying that it's not good, but, you know. That is true. But, I mean, hey, it was solid. So I have hope. I have hope that I have hope and, and positivity because they've been smart enough to put it in the right hands finally. Finally, as yeah. Cody, as Cody's been preaching for fucking ever. Yep. <laughs> Disney, all they have to do is give me a cool million. I would have hire Dave Filoni. That would be my <laughs> advice. Pay you a million dollars just to tell him to hire Dave Filoni. I would probably, probably would have made him more money. I know those first, I know those three movies wouldn't have been ass if Dave Filoni was involved. That's all I'm saying. Oh, it would have been glorious. The man, I mean, oh. the man understood Star Wars about as good as George Lucas. I mean, the guy was trained, basically, to be the next George Lucas. Yeah, he might as well have been his son. Yeah. So, we'll see. We'll see the future of Star Wars movies, TV shows, games. I mean, it's it's going to be a bumpy ride, but I'm hoping it's going to be a good bumpy ride. I hope it's just a roller coaster of emotions and, and good content. So, we'll have to see. Um, so, that was pretty much everything in video games big. I mean, I know there was a BlizzCon just happened. I, I'm not going to get too much into that. Um, I could probably touch more on that on next Monday um, when we're talking about, you know, more. I'll, I'll do that in the next video game section for uh, current events because BlizzCon just happened, but I'm waiting to see more plus press releases on stuff because they just announced a lot. So, I want to see more articles on, like, what is actually going to come from those. They're, you know, speaking of remasters, they're going to remaster Diablo 2, which was my fucking childhood. I. I haven't had an addiction to a game like that, like I have with Valheim right now, since Diablo 2. I used to fight my father to get to the one computer we had mm -hmm. to who was going to play it. Um, I mean, I even played it with a cast, only having two fingers. I figured out a way. Um, so that's that's exciting. There's a lot that's going to come from that that I'll talk about, but I'll keep you posted on that. Um, so moving on to sports, uh, I know you have here on our list, uh, which I'm not familiar with, the 41-year Annie, Annie of Miracle on Ice. Yes, you don't know. You're not familiar with the Miracle on Ice. 
Okay, I'm familiar with the Miracle on Ice. I know it's that. I did. 41 year anniversary of that today. Okay, anniversary. I thought Annie was like, Annie, are you okay? Are you? <laughs> I thought it was a reference to like a female name, Annie. I just Annie didn't want to type out anniversary. <laughs> okay, well, that's, that's what threw me off, man. Okay, so yes, the Miracle on Ice. I am well aware of what that is. Okay. So, uh, I mean, what, what's going on with that? What are they doing for the 41 year? I don't know. I just thought it'd be something to mention, dude. American pride. Fuck the Russians. Oh, Fuck so the Soviet like, Union. There's no event tied to it. We're just. Yeah, I just it. wanted to, you know, mention it. We beat America. communism. We beat communism. This time. You know, there's a great, <clears throat> I will say this. There's a great story that comes from the Olympics. And it was, I forget which hockey player it was. I think it was the U.S. goalie. I'm not sure what his name is. Yeah. But he's, they were eating somewhere where the Soviet team was eating. And some of the Soviet players had a piece of pizza. And they were using a fork and a knife to eat their pizza. And, and um, he asked them, uh, he asked them, like, why, why the hell are you guys using a fork and knife? And he got a reply back in, like, Russian. He said he didn't understand it. So he turned to his teammate. He was like, because they're communist. <laughs> That's one of the greatest stories, I think, in sports history. I don't think I talk about. I saw an interview where the guy was explaining that. I was like, that's fucking great. So now whenever <laughs> I see someone eating with a fork and knife on pizza, I'm like, you're communist. <laughs> that's amazing. I've yeah. never heard that. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the most American response to <laughs> I didn't understand what he said, but it's because he's communist. <laughs> yep. That's all you need to know. Yeah. I mean, back then, yeah, that's all you needed to know. <laughs> I can only imagine if that guy actually understood English but just couldn't reciprocate and actually say something back. And he was just like, oh, I just, you know, this and that. It was like being genuine or whatever. And he was like, he actually yeah, explained why. <laughs> He's actually trying to be nice. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Because <laughs> you think, I mean, you know, in those events, you know, you try to have some type of unity, even though you're like against each other. And he was probably like, oh, I'm just, you know, trying to be polite and have manners. He's like, fucking commie. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. <laughs> Oh, that see that's that's a mystery. It's like Sasquatch. We'll never know we'll what never he said. Know. <laughs> never know. Uh, also, a short little tidbit on in since we're talking about sports, me and Nick might get more into it <clears throat> Wednesday in the baseball podcast. But the yeah. CEO of the Mariners resigned today because he said some shit that was honestly truth. He was being, you know, journalists want people to be honest and truthful, and when yeah. they do, it always gets people in trouble. They only want them honest and truthful when it fits their narrative, though. Yeah. That's the problem. Because he, I mean, he, and you know what it made me think of? He made some comments about how there's some language barriers between players, a lot of the players on their team, and it's costing the team more money because they have to pay their interpreters and shit. Like, uh, they were paying this one guy's interpreter, like, $75,000 to be his, like, personal interpreter. <clears throat> and then he was saying stuff about, like, Kyle Seeger's like a veteran on the team, and he was like, "Yeah, we're probably overpaying him, but he has a great attitude when he comes here. He's a veteran, which is a fucking dead honest answer. He is honestly being overpaid <laughs> because yeah. he was a good player. He's like your face of your franchise now that Felix Hernandez is gone. He's been there the longest, and yeah, he's being overpaid, but he's a veteran. I mean, he's <clears throat> he's a good dude in the league, but yeah, he's being overpaid. That's that's a dead honest comment. That's factual." See, I've seen some stuff coming out today about uh, the MLB Players Union was upset with 
him, but I didn't get to look any deeper today. Was just real busy at work. I yeah. work late, but now I see what it's more about. Yeah. But just, and I'm gonna dive more into it too, so we can really break into it Wednesday. But you know, and I'm not trying to throw Tito under the bus or anything. I was gonna bring this up, so go ahead. Ramirez was first coming up with the team. Tito, and he was saying he's like, you know, he's a good player and stuff. He just got some things to learn, and he's like, and there is a language barrier though, and it's like there's nothing wrong with pointing out something that can be worked on. Like he's not oh. safe to like deride anybody or anything. Nope. And I'm sure this Mariners, um, <clears throat> what's what you said? It was a CEO. Yeah. It was the a Mariner. CEO. I forget his name. So it's like James M or something like that. Yeah. And I'm and sure. I, and again, I'm going to go, you know, watch the whole thing or read it, whatever yeah. to get the full context. But I doubt he was sitting there just railing against people like, Oh, they don't speak English or something like this. No. Like, or he was just having an honest, like, Hey, there's these things that just need to be worked through. That's it. Yeah. Like, And literally he was breaking down, like, you know, it costs us so much extra money to have these interpreters because they have to become part of the ball club. They have to be put on the ball club salary because they travel with the team and everything. They're technically part of the franchise. So it's yeah. just an extra cost on top of everything, which yeah, $75,000 to a baseball team is fucking nothing. But I mean, from a CEO standpoint where you're looking at that stuff, that's, that's a, unneeded expense you know what i'm saying yeah especially sure. he would this is that's what it was there was a player who they were charging their interpreter or they were paying the interpreter that much money but then when the player retired they hired him as like their main scout for japan and uh i forget where i think it might have been taiwan it wasn't china it was like taiwan or something and uh he spoke great english then and it was like so now you know great English. Now that you're out of the team, why couldn't you work on that when you were with the team type of deal? Is how I interpreted what he said, which yeah. I can understand. I mean, <clears throat> like you were saying with Tito, Tito kind of pointed that out a few years ago, and Jose Ramirez can now answer questions without his interpreter. He still has one there, but she doesn't butt in as much as she she used to. Like, everything he said was in yeah. Spanish. And now, like, he yeah. will he'll sit there with Andre Knott and have an actual interview without the interpreter there. Because he can handle it now. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I mean, if if I went to China to make millions, I would expect them to make, like me, to put in the work to learn how to speak their main language. You know what I mean? Right. You would think. Yeah. It's it's almost like kind of a reciprocation of respect type deal. Like, you know, yeah. like, yeah, it's just that you would think you just you kind of want to learn it and get together with the team and all that stuff. It just helps with all that. And, yeah, I just... I just don't remember a big backlash when Tito was talking about it. There, there wasn't. And I, I literally thought of that when I was reading the story. I was like, man, could you imagine if Tito got like had to fucking retire? That would have sucked. It Over a stupid all. comment like that. Yeah. Because, I mean, a lot of these guys go back home after the season. It's not like they stay here in America. But, right. Oh, yeah. I mean, to a point, there is some sort of responsibility on the employee. There is. <laughs> <clears throat> But we can dive into more of that on Wednesday. I just wanted to point it out since it just happened today. Yeah, no, I didn't realize they went that deep with that stuff. As oh, far yeah. As like everything else like that, I never – that's crazy. I mean, obviously, that's not my wheelhouse, so. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's a huge joke, too, which I, I thought of this as well. Will Ferrell did, like, this huge thing where he played on, like, ten – he played nine positions for ten different teams in the same day during spring training. And it was a hilarious, like, comedy skit. Like, he came in and pitched to a guy. He got pulled after one pitch, and he was, like, you know, giving the manager shit. I mean, it was showmanship. 
it's spring training. Who cares? You're having fun with it. But he, he had this speech after his last game where, he, you know, his retirement. And he was like, you know, my dad always told me there's nothing more American than going to the ballpark and watching nine guys from the Dominican Republic play baseball. <laughs> and, and like, that's, that's hilarious. Because, yeah, I mean, it mostly is, you know, people from South America. And, I mean, they are just better at the sport. I mean, it is that and soccer is like the main sport down there. We, yeah. think, we think of football as like the main sport up here, which it is in our country, but everywhere else, football is really, yeah. football is soccer everywhere else, you know? Yeah. So. Yeah. They've upped the, the, the game, they've upped the skill and talent of the game so much. So. Yeah, ba- baseball, like it was a huge deal. Like me and Nick watched the WBC, which is like uh, the World Baseball Classic, where it's yeah. kind of like, the, that's why they pulled away from the Olympics to have their own little thing. And the American team actually won it last time. It was like the first time ever, wasn't it? Was it the first time they ever won it? Maybe. I don't know for sure if it was the first time ever. It's possible. Either that or first time in a long time. It was a very long time. Very long time. You look at these other teams and it's like, these teams are stacked. And and it's all players we watch. I mean, yeah, you and me watch baseball all the time. So it's like, I also like the fact that you see some of these guys from the different countries they're from that you're not, you didn't even know, like, yeah, and it's like, oh, this guy's from there, and it's like, damn, and this guy's from there, and they're on the yeah. same team. Holy like, shit! When you have Javier Baez at second, Lindor at short, and Manny Machado at third base, I mean, like, the Puerto Rican team was stacked. It's a nasty you know? team. Like, I'm like partially <laughs> pulling for him. I'm like, I love all these players. Like, these guys are right. amazing. And plus, I mean, plus, it was, I mean, it was Lindor at the time. Yeah, oh, yeah. I was. He was an Indian, you know, and it and it's cool because you see those players like that's where you saw like the true passion of the fucking sport come out yeah i i hate that it doesn't come out like that in mlb i hate that it doesn't because even the american team like like when they when they won it all and hosmer like caught that last ball and he just went like this across the american on i was like fuck yeah let's go like stroman fucking walking off like i mean stroman (laughs) plays with that swagger anyway but yeah i'm getting fired up about baseball right now (laughs) I know you're setting it up really well for Wednesday. If anyone's in, if anyone watched that last time and listening now, they're getting fucking hype. Yeah, that World Baseball Classic is it really does like brings out the personality and the passion yeah. so much. It's like I can't wait for the next World Baseball Classic. I'm so pumped for it. It's basically like to... the World Cup of baseball. Yeah, I'm gonna have to check it out because I don't really care too much for like the MLB season, but you know I would definitely watch like a star-studded you know event yeah. like that. And it's like a, it's like a short little tournament. It's what do they they get it done in like a month don't they something real quick because yeah they only they you only play like one series a piece yeah. and that's pretty much it when you keep going <clears throat> yeah so I, you, you might enjoy it you know i mean hey i mean it, especially in this covid era world right now i mean i'm all down for any sports entertainment <laughs> i can get yeah so, i mean this would probably be the time for me to pick up some type of baseball yeah so that's something i look forward to i mean Fuck Justice League. When's the WBC? <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean that that sounds great. I mean, I, I can see how how you, amped up you guys are for that. that. That was actually watching you guys freak out about that. Like, I actually give a shit a little bit more than I did before because <laughs> I'm like, what am I missing? <laughs> it's good. We love baseball. I know. Oh yeah, I know we get like that with football and stuff, but like baseball is like a whole nother you know, story. And I know that's like a whole nother sport when it comes to like an actual, like affinity for the sport. Yeah. So 
I would say baseball, you know, is probably the closest when it comes to like soccer, as far as like, you really, really love the sport. Like you would live, die and breathe that thing. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I agree. You can no, be a casual, you can be a casual fan of football. I don't think you can really be a casual fan of soccer and baseball. No, you can't, which I can't be. I tried. Yeah. I can't do it. Like even the Indians, I love the Indians. I would go see games all day in person, but I'm like, if I don't go see it in person, I'm, I don't care. Yeah. Like <laughs> exactly. I watch it on TV. Yep. Well, that sounds like fun. Yeah, I mean, Miracle on Ice, baseball, shit. Sports is always fucking entertaining. Big facts. Well, I think that's pretty much going to wrap it up. I mean, uh, unless there's any other things that you thought of, that you guys thought of while we were doing this, any last tidbits? No? No? <laughs> Nothing? <laughs> you were making faces. I didn't know if you were going to say something. <laughs> I know. I didn't know if there no, was like, a, I want to, but I'm holding it. was like a disgust. I was like, ugh. I got something. I don't want to bring it up. Nothing. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, that's going to wrap it up for our current events video here on Monday, 22221. Uh, I hope you had a wonderful weekend. Like I said before, as always, if you have not yet, definitely check out our Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and as well, our Discord page. Our Discord page, if you love what we talk about here, as I say every time, our Discord page is literally a daily thing of what we are discussing here, but all the different topics, not just one specific thing like today's this, Wednesday's that. It's everything. And we're posting daily. Go ahead. I Andy. thought about something as you said that. Something we didn't touch on was the rover landed on Mars. Yes. Uh, yeah. In the Discord, I have all the photos, and there's actually audio from the rover of what it sounds like on Mars. It's fucking dope. So if you're into that, I would check that out for show. Damn, I haven't seen that yet because I saw the pictures and I saw the 360 photo, but I haven't heard the audio yep, yet. I got all of it in the Discord. See, I'm even in the Discord and I'm missing shit. You need to <laughs> get in here and find out this information. I mean, I also today um, just posted because it happened yesterday, uh, Sunday, uh, the 21st, was the interview between Ben Shapiro and Gina Carano, Carano, sorry, Gina Carano um, from her firing from Lucasfilm. So it's an hour-long interview. I would highly recommend you check it out. I've only watched half of it so far, but it's it's very good. It's interesting. There's a lot of stuff that she talks about with Disney that is uh, is pretty... Uh, Suicidal? I don't, use, I don't want to say the word juicy, but it's really juicy information because she even says in certain parts, she talks about one person that she doesn't name, and she's like, she goes, I don't want to throw someone under the bus like that to to distract from what's happening to me she goes i'm just going to keep them out of it and like that's how like close she is when she's talking about stuff so definitely check that out too um it's I really interesting that today and i just can't stand ben shapiro <laughs> i mean I, yeah he, he's, he's a bit much but he's a robot I just, yeah he's like honestly <laughs> this guy could be a robot like yeah he is him and, uh him and pence he's a robot and a vampire and <laughs> something about those two you know there's something about him inhuman yeah uh yeah i mean i'm not a huge fan of shapiro the way he like talks and stuff like that but the gina carano part of it is definitely really really good um so yeah check that out check out the stuff on space we've got memes in there we've got all sorts of fun stuff i always highly recommend it come in there we're always playing video games almost every single night feel free to pop in we've had two people pop in there uh you know in our discord chat while we're gaming don't feel scared to say something talk to us talk shit to us we don't care it'll be a fun time yeah uh, other than that i hope you have a wonderful rest of the week make sure to check out wednesday's baseball episode with these two uh they're going to go into everything that they were just hyped up about and i'm sure a hell of a lot more and uh we will catch you then take care peace